Am, am I gonna? I do you want to? Who, do you? Yeah, I'll do it. Okay, do. I nominate Caitlin to talk about RoboCop. I'll talk about RoboCop. Well, we're not going to summarize it, though, right? Then what the fuck? What are we doing? I'm just introing. Um, no, I'll do a summary. Okay. Oh. So you I introduce it. Well, how about we act it out? How about we do a, a panto? That doesn't okay. work in radio. I was going to say, it'll be interesting. Well, okay, sure. But are we... I am the robot cop. I am not a robot yet, but I will be soon. This is more kabuki. Yeah, yeah I was about to say, you're, like, you're confusing <laughs> panto with... Uh... Beat poetry or something. <laughs> <laughs> Robocop. Sweet Robocop. <laughs> <laughs> you were a cop, then you got shot. You lost your job and your life. And your wife. And your wife. <laughs> Hello, and welcome to A Star to Steer Her by 10 Forward Number 10. Wow. Yeah. As you may have guessed from all that chatter, today we are talking about RoboCop. RoboCop! What's the connection you say? I mean, Many technically none but actors. Ev- everybody in this movie is in Star Trek. Captain Jellicoe's here. Yeah, oh, being a dick. President of the Federation. Yeah. Red it. Foreman. Yep. Getting um, it done. The helmsman or navigator of the USS Excelsior in Star Trek 3. Yep. And RoboCop himself. We haven't seen him yet in Star and Trek, Ray but we Wise, will. the Mentakin, we, as we talked about. Yeah, who was he in this? I didn't realize he was... He was, he he was, was one Leon of the henchmen. Nash. He was the one guy, of the henchmen. Well, there was the, the raver party that RoboCop had to go into yeah. and found him. Was yeah. the one the black hair? Grab, he, yeah, black hair, hair yeah, and okay. pulled him by Face hair. made of elastics. He, you know what he looked like? He reminded me of like a... Like, kind of a taller, wider Kevin from the fucking... Oh, my God. Good story, Kate. No, no. Kids in the Hall. Oh, yeah, Kevin yeah, McDonald? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Kevin McDonald's. Yeah, so... Kevin McDonald's more attractive. He played well, the devil in a short-lived much, yes. series, television series called Reaper. Hmm. Never seen it. Die, die, die. Ah. Here's so, the yes. other connection, though. Here's the other connection. Is we learn a lot about how if a robot like people should have rights, which true, we do an awful true. lot with yeah. data yeah, there and we go. exocomps and such. Yeah, but yeah, so we're just talking today about the uh, 1987 original. None of the sequels, not the remake, not the cartoon, none of that shit. Just not the good, porn parody. Pure, the one and only, which uncut is Robocock. Uncut. Uncut Robocock. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I was going for a cocaine joke. Oh, wow. Well, we were going for the foreskin joke. Yeah, clearly. They usually do. Yeah. Alright, so I don't think we're going to do a summary of this. No, it's Robocop. No, yeah. no, wait, but here's the summary. A guy's a cop. He gets dead. They make him into a Robocop. The end. That's the whole summary. <laughs> I mean, uh, there's more to it, but we'll yeah. talk about that. So, I mean, the, mean. Thing, the thing about this movie is that... Uh, it's a comedy. It, it, well, it's right? Like, well, it's a satire. It's a satire, but I think, like many things... Satire is lost on people, and so if on you stupid people, if, well, is that what just you meant like, to say? I think because it, it kind of became like like Rambo. It's like the Rambo yeah. effect, right? So like First yeah. Blood was definitely a social commentary on war and veterans and veterans issues and post Vietnam problems in the United States, and then Rambo Two is a fucking crazy shoot 'em up action movie. 
But then this movie is kind of the same thing. Where like this movie is like a satire about capitalism and greed and excess and all you know all these these societal issues which our fucking current administration is taken as a how-to guy yeah no well, shit. because an 80s movie bad guy is president yeah um, but literally old biff oh that was an 80s movie was it was wasn't that? it i don't know i can't remember when that movie came two out. came out in 89 so yes okay just barely then yeah and then the sequels if you watch the sequels it's like not any uh, it's all lost but is it is it the same gratuitous like hilarious gratuitous violence or is it like more realistic i don't honestly remember i remember the third in the third movie he has a jet pack and he has to like help this society of like people that live in the sewers of detroit the rat king i'm I'm assuming you watched the the uncut haha version of the movie the one of the director's cut releases i don't know i was gonna say get asked because it includes all of the gratuitous violence. So much violence. Is that the one we watched? Yeah, that's the one we watched. Because oh, uh, in theaters in 1987, they, they got like 13 X ratings. Because every time <laughs> they brought it back, they'd be like, it is too fucking, it is so violent, oh. you're giving, getting an X rating. So, did I tell you and... did I tell you guys about the remake? Wait, wait, let no? Ames finish okay, her story, keep, though. Carry on. Thanks, Jake. Thanks, Caitlin, actually. That's very nice. But, yeah, so they finally, like, um, uh, Paul Verhoeven cut so much of is that the, the director the director sorry thank you uh cut so much of the violence out of it uh to the point where he says well i guess it's not a satire anymore because you know the whole point was that it's gr- it's like gruesomely over violent and now it's just there well he mm. got to do that on starship troopers though oh, what year was that years later that was probably like 10 years later yeah this was one of his first movies in English. Yeah, I've forgotten how few titties are in this movie. There's like just one, one set right at the beginning. Yeah, yeah. supposedly you one can see more <laughs> in the rave. Were there more titties? Did I miss them? I, I only Were saw they the naked one, titties. I only saw the ones in the locker room. Yeah. but supposedly there's more during. What the is rave. with Paul Verhoeven and co-ed shower scenes? <laughs> He's really question. into it. Yeah. Uh, he thinks the future is great. I guess so. Clearly, well, it sort of makes sense. Well, for that, because it would, I don't know. I don't know if this is true or not, and I know this isn't a Starship Troopers episode, which we should do. We should do but, all the Paul but, um But there, I heard that uh, the cast of Starship Troopers only agreed to do the co-ed shower scene, the co-ed naked shower scene, if Paul Verhoeven also directed I, it naked. I, I heard this And story. he agreed, so apparently everybody on set was just naked that day. <laughs> Yeah, but was like Paul Verhoeven, yeah, he was like, like a, he, really old with like really wrinkly balls yeah, and stuff. Pro- probably. I, see, they old probably like Dutch. They, he called their bluff. You know, it's like, oh dear, this has backfired horribly. So, uh, yes, Robert Cop. Um, Robert Cop. <laughs> that's, like, that's like the, the like the the Chinese toy knockoff. No, I think they're actually that thing. I think that actually was someone found that once in a shop. Oh, like there really awesome. was. When you a say Robert someone? Cop. Do you mean Ashens? Because it feels like an Ashens that <laughs> he would have found in a pound store. So, um, Caitlin, you'd you'd never seen it before. What did you think? I actually really loved it. I found it a little bit, at times, predictable, but, like, whatever. And I will say that it is, like, super gratuitously violent, but I honestly feel like the first scene with Ed 2000 or whatever the fuck. Yeah, I thought that first scene where he, like, shoots the shit out of the dude in the board meeting was actually the worst in some ways. It was like, I literally was like, huh, it's not going to disengage. And then it didn't. And I was like, oh, shit. And then it shoots him like 25 fucking times. And you're like, oh, my God, are you done? Yeah, that was definitely shorter in the original. Oh, I yeah. can imagine. Like, yeah, they cut a lot of that, I think. fuck. You got to love, though, that, you know, 
Someone they call had a paramedic. L- that too. Yeah, I that was, a, was like, that was call a, a paramedic. That was call a, a mortician. Joke. Nobody's <laughs> call call There's Ronald like, McDonald. Just, he is oh, mulch. Yeah. And they're just shredding him on that model of Delta City. Oh. Yeah, but I, that's that, a metaphor that was, for Delta City. But after I love that, that scene. That's a great scene. After that, though, it really felt like no big deal. Because as I was saying earlier, I'm not a big fan of like. I have fucking hiccups. I'm not a fan of that either. <laughs> I'm not a big fan of like super like realistic gory shit, but this really crappy cheesy '80s gore stuff I quite like. Mm. Or like your Monty Python uh, Death Race 2000 had a lot of goofy ass gore, like that kind of shit. I don't mind so much. Mm. Yeah, and but, like they built a big puppet of Peter Weller, and during the shooting him up, so they killing could, him scene, yeah. so they could extra kill him. Oh, is that what? Okay, that's interesting. Yeah, so is they that could... why it looked so unnatural in its movements. Possibly. Yeah, it was, was fucking horrifying. Yeah, so they could do that, like, swing around the back of his head and have Boddicker shoot him without them having to do an awkward cut. That's another, like, Paul Verhoeven signature thing, is, like, the, replacing an actor with, a, with like, a puppet version that just doesn't look right. Oh, no. There's a great scene in, in uh, Total Recall when uh oh, when, Ar- when, when arnold's he's wearing oh, this he's yeah. supposed to be wearing this fake head oh and then yeah. he takes the head off and it's like this weird puppet head that <laughs> yeah. just looks it's supposed to be arnold's face but it looks horrible yeah. right. well one day we will do total recall so. yeah i, kinda, I would love to because i i've heard many good total things. recalls to, hilarious. to an extent you, know, you kind of wonder how much in that one on one of the same person though yeah right? mm-hmm. yeah on um the, the lieutenant what's her name oh that's right yeah. i forget her name the Sonia Gomez. Yes, yeah, Sonia Gomez. Really? Yeah, we talked about it. I didn't time. know Sonia Gomez had three titties. That's, I didn't even notice in the in the show. <laughs> but uh, I, you gotta kind of wonder if the like. Maybe purpose... that's why they didn't keep her. Distracting. Mm. Maybe uh, though, part of the thing with the bad puppet people isn't just the tech, although that's certainly part of it. But it's like to an extent, just adds to how off-putting the scenes are. Maybe. Oh, absolutely. You know, I, don't know. I thought I thought the Ed Two O Nine stop oh. animation was a little distracting. God, so much. Oh, but for I don't know. I, think... I did love that they actually threw him down the set of stairs that and filmed so... that. <laughs> oh, did they? Is that a... okay? Cool. Yeah, that, that was... wasn't stop animated. That was they just threw him. Down what was the he stairs? made of then? But like when he was up, when he was. Oh, it was so sad when he's on his back. Throwing a temper tantrum. <laughs> see, I, think, I, I didn't see he was sad. So I felt so bad for Edie, too. See, I didn't feel bad. He's reminding me of a kid having a shit fit in the mall where you're like, okay, look, normally I'm against hitting your children, but please hit your child. Mm. <laughs> Someone go hit Ed 209. Because as it, like everything about his movement wasn't like it's actually sad. It's it's having a temper tantrum. I did feel a little bad for it. It reminded me of like an armadillo that couldn't get up or some he shit. He can't be know. that. He can't be that good of a law enforcement droid if stairs are his ultimate Seriously. downfall. That's the, that's the joke, though. Right? Even that's that's the help. joke. It's like, yeah. oh, he was. He's like the most advanced piece of technology in the on the in the world, but he he's defeated by stairs. Yeah, I love yeah. at the very very end where they're all in their meeting up in the fifty fifty thousandth floor or wherever, and they say, oh, well, don't worry, Ed two hundred nine is out patrolling on the ground, and I was like, yeah, all I gotta do is get to the first floor and you're past him, mm. or just have a fucking explosive shell in your gun. Yeah. He looks there's this just a little grin he does after he blows it up that's so delightful because <laughs> he's like he's just very quietly pleased like mm, yes fuck you. But I, I loved it though I thought it was great and I thought like I don't always I don't know I'm sure uh, anyone who has listened to this show knows that I have a lot of like 
what do you call that? Imposter syndrome. And I kind of feel like I'm dumb as hell, but I fake it until I make it. So I was kind of like surprised by how much I understood the satire, but I also just kind of wonder if it's because it was A, super thinly veiled, and B, basically the life we're living in, but to mm. someone 30 years ago, it would seem pretty fucking ridiculous that the prisons are privatized. Mm. Oh yeah, you look at the you look at the very, very beginning, which is, it's a nice touch, where they, where they have Fredrickson dies in mm-hmm. whatever this district is, and the, there's a cute line, I wrote it down, uh, donations will go to Cecil, as usual. Yep. And I'm just thinking, yep. well, yeah, because someone dies every fucking week in this district, Pro- which is yeah. why Probably you send every somebody. Day, dude. Which is why you send somebody who'd be a good um, candidate for your RoboCop program to yep. this particular district. Yeah. Expecting to him to die. Yeah. Yeah, and that's exactly what they were doing. They even said, like, they were sending viable candidates yep. to yep. high-risk areas. Mm-hmm. Poor Cecil. He's got to have yeah. a lot to do. But yeah, the, the that's his whole, that's his whole that's, job. That's his entire yeah, job. No, not poor Cecil. Cecil never leaves the precinct. He's too busy arranging funerals. He has the safest job on the oh, force. Wait, wasn't, nice. wasn't he also the guy that was working in like the computer room later when, when Murphy uh, no. went in to, to plug in? Was I thought, that still Cecil? I thought it was. It was another like little dweeby looking guy. Mm. Mm. Still, he was all right. Yeah. That opening scene where uh, Jellico's talking about, you know... <laughs> How we we, pri- we privatized all these industries and Dick Jellico. Dick Jellico. Um, played by Ronnie Cox. Yep. What? His name is Ronnie Cox. Yeah. Oh, Dick. Ronnie, yes, you're right. Um, Dick's played by a guy named Cox. I'm, think, I'm thinking of out. Ray Wise again because of mm. the R, the repeated R, R names. That's practically satire. And, really. and the actual character named Cox was. The black guy? Yes. yes. Joe Cox. Wait, wait, which... Um, the, the one who was peeing and the... The, girl the one with the beret? Oh my god, I fucking hated his laugh. <gasps> and then I you thought... hated it? I hated it so much. But also I think that Chris Tucker may have drawn some inspiration from him at nice. some point, possibly. Mm-hmm. Or is that okay to say? I don't know. But like, actually I said that when we were watching it on Monday and Chris was like, well, maybe at least for Ruby Rod. And I was like, yeah, I could totally... Oh, I could see Rod. that. Ruby, but that's the other thing though. The was, hotness. Yeah, I was gonna say, the difference of course is that Ruby Rod is fucking yeah. hot as fuck and also and charming. And endearing, yeah. Everyone likes Ronnie Rod. Ruby, Ruby, Roddy, 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 the host of The Price is Right, the announcer for The Price is Right. Oh, fuck. This went places. Yeah. Yes, yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Yeah, the thing I like, one of the things about this movie is that, like, everybody except for Murphy and Lewis is a villain. Pretty much the cop, yeah. the cop, the people that aren't cops. Yeah, specifically. No, no. Everybody else we see is a bad guy. Like, even the old man. I say, oh, even, oh yeah, even especially the old man. man. I would. He say, built this empire, um, knowing what, it would be. Yeah, that's uh, a good what was the the other? Like the I can't remember his name. Uh, Bob. 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 Bob yeah. Morton. Bob. Yeah. So like. He's as close as you get to a good guy and in this movie. And he's still awful. And he's still a massive scumbag. Yeah, no, it's... Well, he, he has the he one has... having people sent to that precinct, doesn't yeah, he? Yeah, his whole yeah. plan involved yeah. getting a cop killed so that he could advance his career. And he died in a cocaine hooker party. <laughs> well, being blown up by... Clarence by... Boddicker. Yeah. What well, does Clarence Boddicker have... Surrounded by blow. ...against people named Robert? Because he kills Bob, and early on it's, Can you fly, Can you Bobby? Fly? I love it. Mm. Uh, fucking was beautiful. Fucking you forgetting his actual human being name. Yeah, Everett Foreman. Kurt Kurt Woodsmith. There we go. Is is so unusual in this role, and it's mm. so so great. Yeah. Because I know they specifically cast both him and uh, Ronnie Cox against type. Right. You know the you know 
Kurtwood Smith's wearing the little glasses and is not at all what you would think of as a you know mob boss, you know. effectively. And I mean, the character name even. Clarence Boddicker. That's yeah. that's an accountant. See, I don't know. Maybe it's because like I it's know him. Acted so yeah, well. Like, I know it him is. mostly as as the unif- Red for- Foreman. Oh, I was gonna say the the Federation president. No. So who's I, Red I, Foreman? I'm sorry. He was the dad on that '70s show. Wait, I've told you this before. You're just getting it now. Yes, now. Now we I get it. We discussed this for. This was one of the first things we talked wow, about on the he podcast. Got like significantly better looking somehow with time. Because um, he was an ugly little fucking monster in this movie. I wouldn't say that. No, I think I think they Looks made him. The they same. made him look villainous, but like you know, Red Foreman is like this imperious man, stern, stern, mm. yeah. So I don't know. I could see him going. I could see those two characters being one of his together. one of his earlier roles, though. I it was on TV at my grandmother's house once. He was a dance instructor at the start of the terrible sequel to Saturday Night Fever. Oh no. Still had no hair. Wait, see, so that that I couldn't really buy. But as, so that's what he had been doing up until RoboCop was like gotcha. the dance instructor. Okay, and so God I could see that else. being nice. that being against jarring. Him. Yeah. You know what I read, which I think is absolutely adorable, and I I, I snickered a lot during the movie. And I don't know if Jake understood why I was snickering, but the uh, the OCP secretary Barbara. <laughs> I was about to bring that up. Whom he hits on and like th- like chucks his gum at, uh, like and gives gives the cutest asshole. little wink to. Uh, is played by his real life wife. Aww. Were they actually real life wifed at that point? I believe so. No, so actually, I, I looked into not? that. I, okay. I'm not sure if this is how they met, but they weren't married until Aww. 88. It didn't say if this is how they met or if they were already dating, but they wouldn't be married until a year after the movie came out. Most importantly, though, did they have a Robocop themed wedding? I, I hope, hope so. so. Oh, absolutely. I do kind of hope this is how they met, though. ED209 gave out the rings. <laughs> He fell down and on his way up to the altar. Instead like of an cannon, killed everyone. Instead of cans behind the limo, they threw out Bobby again. Oh, no. <laughs> Bobby. <laughs> oh, Jesus, you broke him. Look at how consistent. Look at... Look at... <sighs> wow. Oh, I want a RoboCop themed wedding, and I want to chuck somebody out of a car. <laughs> <laughs> At the RoboCop theme wedding, or just in general? <laughs> what was the character's name of the uh, punk? Emil? Well, uh, the, the oh, yeah, I think so. Like the main, like the main, like bad guy that wasn't Clarence. Oh, the the one that got melted. Yeah, yeah, that's a meal. That scene was so. I love it's that. It's so scene. good. I laughed. Yeah. It just, it's I like a water. <laughs> he's like a water balloon. I it know, and he just explodes. explodes. I love. That. I, I love how laughed too. my fucking ass off when he got hit by the car <laughs> because <laughs> I was at the point where I couldn't take much more of him being like, oh, <laughs> and then he gets hit, and I was like, oh my god. Do you remember how yep. loud I cried? Yep. Causes causes Clarence to crash the car yep. too, which is even better. He just like drives into that river. I was fucking dying. Because again, I had come to expect a certain level of gratuitous violence. <laughs> and an I exploding knew. monster. Yeah, no, it was like... <laughs> I felt bad laughing, but I, at the same time, it's also great. Like he drives into a giant tank just labeled, labeled "toxic waste." Yeah, why would they have 
bad. Chris, Chris is like, I'm pretty sure that's not how they store toxic waste. <laughs> like, Mine. they do it's store the it. Yeah, well, you'll store it in big things. Well, it like, it's like Detroit, a It'll know. say what kind of waste. Well, it's, it's like, it's uh, Chris, it did say what kind of waste. Toxic, toxic. waste. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, it's a, uh, you know, it's like a Looney Tunes thing, yeah. you know? It really is. It's amazing. It's like it's acme, acme toxic waste. I was just thinking. Holy shit, isn't it Acme Chemicals in the beginning of fucking Batman? Yes. Stop! Or is it Ace? It might be Ace. Oh, it might be Ace. Damn it. Um, I'm going to assume that they misspelled Acme when they wrote down Ace. So another, another, you know, kind of interesting part of this movie that is, you know, again, oh, part of the are satire. Gonna, are you going to talk about Bixby Snyder? Talk about Bixby Snyder. Bixby Snyder. Who's he's, that? He's the, the guy on the television show. Oh, well, I was going to just say the television in general. Mm -hmm. Um, So there's, you know, there's, I'd buy that for a dollar. Oh my God, I hated that so much. Um, It's so perfect for the show, though. I know, but I hate it. And like the fact that everybody thinks it's like the funniest thing to everybody. They're all dumb as shit. It's like in, which is the really, really good Black Mirror episodes, 500 merits, 500,000 merits, credits. 15 million merits. Yeah, whatever the number and whatever the the currency is. Where what where they just watch bother guts and they think it's the best thing in the world watching people get watching specifically overweight people have things chucked at them until they fall down. I mean that, that, that does sound hilarious. Funny. That is really funny. But uh, no, yeah. Well, there's so there's that, and then but then like the advertisements, yeah, uh, yep. and the news reports, how the, chipper they always are. Yeah, it's, the, it's all like, the six thousand sux. Yes, <laughs> yes. Which is so eight point three so mpgs or something. It was ridiculous. Apparently, the one thing that really confused me and Caitlin when we watched it, we had to rewind to try to figure it out was when and we still couldn't figure it out. When you had to ask the internet. Yeah, when when they're. Talking the doing the hostage negotiation and they're first talking about the car. Mm-hmm. He's like, "Yeah, hey, you play ball, I'll even throw in a." And then he says something. I'm like, "Was that blowjob? What the fuck?" Apparently, <laughs> it's a blowjob. It's the name of a company. It's a real company of uh, high-end German car stereos. Yeah, what ah. was the brand again? I cannot remember. It was like Blight. Blit blarp. And like that was a thing that made him think Blit-blop. it wasn't real too. Stop yeah. jerking me off. <laughs> <laughs> Usually, people don't say stop. Mm. So the, the TV Weird. and all this, there's what's interesting. I was thinking this. There's a lot of the Dark Knight Returns in this, and that was a comic miniseries from around this time, uh, written by Frank Miller. Didn't what wasn't what's his face in it too? Didn't we? Didn't I notice that one of them? Yeah, was that's it? right. Uh, Peter Weller, yeah, who he plays played Robocop, Bat- played Batman in the animated adaptation they did a couple of years oh, ago. I was to say because I, ha- I think I have the compiled comics over there. So. Yeah, it's oh, a, it's yeah. a good book. It was written before Frank Miller lost his fucking mind. Yeah, it's very, it's not very favorable of Ronald Reagan. No, <laughs> no, but it's a very similar thing where it's like it's an unspecified future, but everything's still super eighties. Mm. Wait, which um, which one is this? The Dark Knight Returns? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, there's you know a lot of cutting to like. The news angle on things, um, but yeah, it was it was very it was a big deal because it's sort of like. Are we still talking about Batman? Yeah, Batman. Okay. Sorry, was that, I, I tuned out. Yeah, sorry, I got it got mixed up. But yeah, so it, it was very seminal because it was the book that Tim Burton read, and that sort of influenced his take on Batman, which sort of helped drag the at that point the public consciousness was still larger that Batman was Adam West, uh, and even though the comics had started to go darker. But what's funny is that Frank Miller was then the first person tapped to write the script for RoboCop 2, and his script was fucking awful. Oh. So they did it. <laughs> did they, was RoboCop 2 still with, still with Peter Weller? 
Yes, he okay, would not yeah. do three, however. Oh, really? Because uh, they got Lewis for all three. They did. I loved Lewis. Holy yeah, shit. Great. Let's talk about Lewis when you're done. Oh, oh Sorry. yeah. But, um, oh, is he still not done? I was going to say, so I looked into it, though, because I felt like they were very similar. And I was like, oh, I wonder if Frank Miller ripped this off. But they were pretty much like, Robocop had been in development since like 81 Really? Wow. They were doing well, passes there's a on lot. The... It's really tech heavy. They had to put a lot into Robocop. They had to build all those ED-209s and throw them down the stairs. Well, they were, like, there were a lot of passes on the, like, I guess the earliest version of the script took place in a much more explicitly, like, distant, distant future and this and that. So there were just a lot of drafts up through, like, I think 85, 86 before it kind of looked like the movie we finally got. And then Dark Knight Returns came out in, like, I think 86, 87. So... It's a. It's just funny that apparently, you know, two different people approached satirizing the '80s in quite similar ways. If you've never read it and you liked RoboCop, it's it's, it's worth a read. It's it's a decent story. It's super good. You do not see it. RoboCop two though, and don't read anything Miller wrote after like the early '90s. He loses his fucking. Oh, he's mind. the one who All Star Batman, right? Oh yeah. All right, yeah. but this isn't a Batman. Is a cool, no, that is a cool story, Chris. But Caitlin wants to talk about Anne Lewis. Yes, Lewis. This I love great. Lewis. That's all. I don't really have anything else to say. I just She's thought she was sweet. rocking. I, I kind of... I forgot I'm, how I'm little glad, of I'm, the film she was I'm in. I'm glad yeah. they didn't romanticize her at all. That was pretty nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In fact, they they more or less kind of ungendered her on purpose. Like, they, they said, all right, you're pretty and blonde, but you're going to have fucking short hair. The first thing you're going to do in the movie is not beat the shit out of somebody. I mean, somebody. she did get her ass kicked by being distracted by a cock. So yeah. they did leave that in. But that was sort what? of... That that's, was, how, that's how, right. uh, what's his name, got the jump on her. Cox. Cox. Because she was checking out his dick? <laughs> she got, yeah, because he was like, she mind if I zip this down. up? And then she's like locking eyes with him, and then she like looks down, and that's when he grabs her gun and kicks her over the oh, head. I fucking hate her now. I didn't uh-huh. even well, notice Well, but that. even that was sort of meant to be kind of a play on like, you know, usually you have a male character distracted by cleavage or something, so this was just meant to be sort of a... I don't, I wouldn't, I don't give him that much credit for that. Well, that's what I read. I don't know if it's true. Oh, but. is that oh. Yeah, that, that was another thing. I don't know if it would have made it into the final film of RoboCop 2 that Miller wrote. They actually made a comic adaptation of it. But, uh, boy oh boy, did his script sexualize Lewis. Oh no! Oh wow, was she suddenly a prostitute? And her, also... her clothes just kept getting blown off by, like, violence so that she'd be running around in her skivvies. He wrote Sin City, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah, so that's right. So she is a prostitute, um, definitely. Yeah, so... On weekends. Th- thank goodness, you know, that at least, you know, and I think... In the second movie we got, it didn't still happen. That was one of the things they dropped, but... Good. It is appreciable that she's just a person. Yeah. You know, she is a woman who is a cop, but she's not, like... Yeah, she's not there to be a sex object. She's there to be a bloody policeman. I do kind of regret that they did not establish her and Murphy more before... Yeah, because they basically yeah. work He's together the for like one it, afternoon. It, it seems like it's their first day working together. Yeah, like, that's what I, 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 I like, and that's how it plays. I think yeah. maybe the implication is that they've been together a little longer than that. But, but it is a little unclear. Yeah, because mm. like, their first called out together is go go chase down Clarence and yeah. get killed. Yeah, and that that is the one sort of thing because she she does seem like really intent on like proving he's Murphy because mm-hmm. she figures it out pretty quick, but for sensible reasons. Yeah, got the he spins thing his and, gun around. Oh, and he's got those, those, that fascinating sort of... Jawline? Yeah. yeah. The, the lips and the jaw, they're very distinctive. I mean, when he took when he took his helmet off, though, mm. it's like he's, he was a dead ringer for Yul Brenner. <laughs> Who was that? He was the robot in Westworld. 
explain the, the, there are the, lots the of cow, robots the cowboy in the main robot from Westworld I think of Jamie the, uh, the original the original oh, okay. oh no yeah, the film that. the film oh I don't know it he's uh, the king and the king and I the king and okay. the king and I oh but I know who ball, that is I've seen that guy, movie yes I know the one now very unique look to him yeah he's got like little rat eyes famously died from smoking related cancers apparently not famously enough He's a pretty famous guy. The King uh, and I is great, except for all the white people they cast as. Yeah, he looks kind people. of like Peter Weller <laughs> in the RoboCop. Like in the RoboCop makeup, but I gotta give them a shitload of credit oh, yeah, on the great. makeup job yeah. because Dude. it wore it. Play, it's looked way better than Data. How did they make the back of his head look like that? Well, because, in '87. I mean, like that's that is the same year that TNG premiered, um, yeah. and like. And I guess, you know, TNG had a TV budget, which is different than a movie budget, but my God, that was a, those prosthetics, those prosthetics, those prosthetics were, were on point. They were on fleek. The kids they, don't they say were, that They anymore. were yeet. We killed that years ago. They were so, they were the yeetiest. I remember wow. They yeeted it up. I remember reading once, I don't know if this is, but it's. You can sort of see it in the way the makeup is done, but there was, I don't know if this is like a the scene. makeup was, specifically on the head? Yeah. I don't know if it was this was a scene that was filmed and dropped or something that never even made it out of the script. But they were, at some point, made it more explicit that they basically cut his face off. Oh. And put it over a completely mechanical skull. Oh, and that's it, creepy. And if you see, if you look at it, you it can looks tell, like, like it. his yeah. head does, his face kind of overlaps. Like So his, what, other, so they took part of his brain? Is that the no, only human part? They essentially and the jaw. They kept... Essentially, his like. Well, no, his jaw is not his like skin face is is, but his jaw, his whole skull is. Yeah, they basically rebuilt his skull Robot around Robot. his brain. Um, he does still have at least some internal organs because he has to eat the baby food. Mm-hmm. So he probably has like. Which? Why was that guy so happy? Tastes like baby food. Goes in for seconds. Well, so the good, fuck is it wrong was gourmet with you? baby so, food. Fun, fun, fun fact. Uh, it was in, actually in made the, of turds. I want to say either in the. 60s, possibly in the 70s, but I want to say in the 60s. Baby food was delicious. Gerber then. actually released baby, baby food, food for, for adults. adults. Oh my god, stop. stop. You Why? Can, you can find like photos of the packaging online. It was exactly what you think it was. It was baby food, but it, you know, pure, in a fancy jar. In a bigger, it, it is real, in a bigger jar, and it was like chicken cordon bleu or like the shit that adults would puree line. But pureed. Yeah, Ger- Gerber, I'll see if I can find because w- Was it like Marketed for people who'd lost their teeth? I think it was marketed for like like bachelor like like Oh bachelor people chat. that were too lazy to, to make food for themselves. That's fair. Which is why I'm like, why has if they've tried that, why hasn't anybody actually created human kibble? Because I feel like kibble Yeah, like I said, like that that's what it is in a Futurama, is, the bachelor chat. Yeah, that is that like kibble is something I could get behind mm-hmm. because I feel like it would be that I could live with. I think chips are human but kibble. Pureed food. But the uh, thing is there's but, not nutrition. But in yeah, chips. the whole thing is with kibble is it has to still be a complete that's right, that's right. nutritious uh food replacement. That's okay, just make it out of soil and cream. Anyway, getting back to robot robot cop. Robot yep. cop, Mr. So, cop. So that lady scientist totally fucked him, right? God, I hope not. Oh yeah, she probably did. She I, was a little. Too I can only imagine it. she did. She's I like she's like that chick it. from Ensigns of Command. I want to say that really oh. wanted to fuck Data. <laughs> yeah, for a minute I thought you meant literally. I took me a second earlier. It's like, well, yeah, how many more Star Trek people are in this? Oh, huh. but yeah. So he presumably has most of his torso and a head. Okay. 
in most of the Because they did replace his arm. But how much of the head is both arms? Because he had already lost one, but they were like, cut the other one off. So the brain is fully there. The spine presumably is. eyes? Are those his eyes? He didn't get shot in the head. That was the kill shot. Yeah, he is missing a chunk of his brain. Yeah, the eyes probably are fake. They must be, right? Because they're, he gets like, has, like, robot vision. Yeah, mm. so the eyes are probably, yeah. Basically what happened was they rebuilt the skull completely. The fact that you could see so much in in the hospital, not the lab where I assume he's got the robot yeah. eyes by then, but in the hospital, there's lots of point of view shot. I'm like, no, yeah. this would not be because he got shot in the face. Mm. <laughs> no, this but, would not be. But that is the thing, though. You can tell they, they did use <laughs> his actual you, face and didn't just build a fake one to look like it because it does have the, like... It does have a bullet uh, in the... Yeah. yeah. You can see the scar there or whatever. Yeah. You'd think it'd be a bigger scar, but... This movie also, credit for proper use of a defibrillator. Did they not often have proper use? No, it's always wrong, actually. Yeah, pretty much. Because a defibrillator isn't actually meant to restart the heart once it's stopped. Mm -hmm. You're supposed to use it when the heart rhythm starts to fuck up. And the idea is you use it to try to get it back to a normal rhythm to keep it from failing. Mm -hmm. So when in movies, they like flatline and they're like, Clear! That's not right. What do they do then? Do they just call it? And... Well, you Pretty do much. CPR, right? That's yeah, there are, but but yeah, if you're you're not supposed to be using the defibrillator after they flatline. You're supposed to do it before, which you know because Caitlin pointed out, it's like, oh, they're 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 doing it wrong. It's like, no, no, this is actually the only accurate depiction I've ever seen. Because hmm. it turns out I'm a doctor, so I was obviously upset by uh, like they apparently use... do do it once more even after he's flatlined, but they actually do start it at the right time. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. So going back to OCP, and... are we back on OCP? Well, because I don't know, because that's the most interesting. You download OCP? Movie. Yeah, you know me. I was thinking the same fucking thing, so I'm so happy you said it. <laughs> I literally was two seconds from saying that same fucking thing. I beat you. Go on, Jake. Oh my God, Ames and I are like the same. Jake person. is so upset so that he didn't think of it himself. He is. You can tell. It's pretty. That's good. Oh okay, Jesus fucking Christ! I. Uh, fair. Okay. <laughs> he is very annoyed. So OPP. Uh, so th- so these guys. They are these the worst. Assholes. They are the worst. The old um, man and crew. These so, fucking guys. Yeah. Now, Except Kenny, who's super dead. Yeah. He's pretty dead. He was probably a prick too. Though. Too bad about Kenny. I mean, they were all pricks, right? Yeah. You weren't in that room if you weren't a prick. Yeah. Mm. So they've privatized the Detroit Police Department. Yep. So this is this is like this is the warning, right? This is the let's not privatize some things because when yeah. there's the profit motive, like my favorite, like it's it's almost a throwaway thing is when Jellico is defending Ed two hundred nine to as well he should be to uh, to to Bob, Bob yeah in the bathroom I think he's mm. like it doesn't you know basically you know paraphrasing he's like it doesn't matter that the Ed two hundred nine is a piece of junk yeah it doesn't we'll matter still, if it works or not we'll still you know, make, make a, ton of, make a ton of money. Yeah. We'll have a support contract and yep. replacement parts for 30 yep. years. And it's like, oh, yeah. Well, exactly. That's yep. that's why this is a big problem. Yep. It, it reminded me, it's like there was a, I can't remember what it was called now, and I think it's still a thing. There's like a fighter jet mm-hmm. that the, the U.S. military... I think it's being developed by Lockheed or Boeing, you know, some some military... One of those guys. Yeah. One of those companies is developing this this fighter jet that's completely over-engineered and, like, has been a failure from day one, basically. Yeah. It's, you know, it's, like, too heavy because it has way too much shit in it. It's like the spruce and moose. And it's also trying to, like, be stealth and it's, like... Yeah. 
Or it, spruce There's like all the of the real shit one. that they put into this fighter <laughs> that just makes it a fucking boondoggle. Yeah. And it costs like billions of dollars a piece to produce. Yikes. And the government is like basically stuck buying these things <laughs> because they agreed to before and like yeah boeing or whoever's making them are like yep keep keep it coming well and even though it's more successful you still even got like the harrier jump jet Mm. which again sort of over-engineered like yeah yeah. it can do that neat vertical takeoff and landing thing but it's really easy to fuck that up very few people apparently can actually successfully fly one of those things yeah but if we didn't have the harrier we wouldn't have great movies such as true lies Mm. which featured the Harrier jet. True, it did. Well, a special effective one. I'll take your word. That wasn't it. a real Harrier jet? I fucking hope not. I hope so. Vitals, Vitals, you, man. You, you have a shitload of notes. Anything I have a shitload of notes. I was going to go, go into the, the... We talked about what was left of... What's his actual... Murphy. Murphy's Murphy. head. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about his body. Let's talk about the robot suit. His mm-hmm. dick. The, well, That's yeah, the Definitely no dick. They could they could have an attachment. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I mean, an attachment the super glue sure. one on there and mm. ride on home. Um, I no. feel like I made a like fully functional something you something did. joke. Good, good, good for me. Good Thank for you. me. You're welcome. And Natasha Yar would go after him too. Three way. Nice. <sighs> there um, was actually a threat. Sorry. Do you mind if I interject really quick? I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I want to. Res- I want to try to respect Ames's talking time so much more because I feel like we're that's fine. Really we cut off Jake it. when you want to talk about OCP. So yeah, you know me. Um, anyway, I don't remember what I was saying. Oh, there was a thread today on Star Trek shitposting about whether or not Data has a butthole. We've and talked it, about and that. And it went on forever. Well, the obvious answer is yes. Of course, he's got a crack. I mean... Yeah. He's so fully anyway. functional. He was made to look human. So yeah. yeah, that makes sense. Yes, butthole. Anyway. Does he have nipples? Yes. Probably. Probably. Belly button? No. Because he wasn't born. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. Uh, All right, go yeah, ahead. Yeah, so, so robot suit. Yep. Giant pain in the ass to construct. Yes. As one would expect with a robot suit. Yep. They got it way later than they went than they were expecting to because reasons. So they did all the, like the the shooting without the suit first. And I was noticing during the movie how fucking lithe Peter Weller is. He's like Oh, he's like a noodle. He's like a noodle of a man. Yep. Because I happen to like I happen to read that you know during the sh- shooting with the suit, it would be so fucking hot. They shot in Dallas most yep. of the time. Oh, he fuck. would lose three pounds a day in water Oh weight. no! And I'm thinking like he's so little. Where is the weight coming from? He can't afford to lose three pounds a day. It's coming from his dick. Mm. I know. I read once. This is before we this, but um. You know, he couldn't actually fit in the car yes. in the full so suit. So pantsless. Yes, whenever you see him driving, he's not actually got trousers on. Or Did they do the same thing trousers. when he had to go down the stairs? Uh, that sounds right, actually. Because, again, stairs are the natural enemy of all robots. Yeah, well, that and also, he, like, he didn't even have, he like... Oh, you can't fucking see either. Cyborg yeah, because you see it from, like, any sort of lower angle. Like, the helmet is flush against his face. Oof. Woof. You know, like I remember reading yeah, his uh, visibility must have been bullshit. Yeah, it was non existent. Michael Keaton thought he had it bad. Like, well, I was about to say, like, I remember reading an interview mm-hmm. with Adam West once because of the way his cowl was shaped. He couldn't, he didn't have like peripheral vision down. And he said going down a flight of stairs was a leap of faith. Yep, yep, yep. Same thing with this, because again, it's like if you look, it's, it is against his face. Yeah. He probably couldn't breathe well because it's over his nose, too. I read that Eesh. doing the, when they throw him the <clears throat> throw him the car keys oh, and he yeah. catches them, they had to do that, I want to say 50 times yeah. to get him to actually catch the thing because the hand isn't very retractable. Well, that, and I think, wasn't it rubber, too? So, like, they Maybe. would naturally bounce off. Oh, no. 
Uh, I, I, I looked up some original <laughs> casting considerations for the role oh, of, of uh, Murphy. Oh, yeah? The original ones that they were considering were uh, Rutger Hauer and Michael Ironside. Mm. Michael Ironside, maybe. Michael but they were Ironside. both they were both going to be way too big to yeah, put I'm a say, put Rutger Hauer, I couldn't on. see it at all. Not from a suit perspective, but from an actor perspective, you mean? And the stu- actor. And the studio but Michael su- Ironside, I could see doing it. Yeah, the studio suggested Mike, uh, uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger for nope. some fucking reason. That's... This was just after Terminator. Oh, yeah. 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 And like, uh, yeah, no. Typecasting. Yeah. Yeah, Peter Wells is an interesting choice because, like, you know, he's kind of a scrawny looking dude. Like, Yay. he doesn't look like an action hero at all. No. Until you put him in a giant but yeah, suit. You, the, the suit can, can expound on that. Yeah. yeah. I guess I, I was reading that like him and uh, Movement Coach had come up with a much more sort of fluid movement yeah, more style for right? him. But then the suit came in and they were like, that's not going to work. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, they made it work pretty well, actually. So they, I really yeah, but I mean, they, they, still, they modified how he was going to move. They did a... So the 2000-something remake... 2014. 2014 remake looked like they went with a more like... Cat suit type. Yeah, it was definitely Ooh. much more form fitting. Yeah, Hot. like to Paul. Yeah. He has a lot less left. He's basically his head and lungs. Oh, in the twenty fourteen one. Yeah, Neat. that's the one Gary Oldman's in, right? Yep. Isn't he like the scientist that makes him? I, I, Does I, that make him a bad guy? Uh, it's unclear. Mm. See, the thing is, I didn't watch that movie, but from by all accounts, it's by terrible. all accounts, it's terrible. And well, like it totally misses the point of the original, or wasn't well, as do the sequel by design, perhaps not intended to be like the original. Yeah. Oh, I also read that originally the suit was supposed to be bright blue. No, yes, but it was too uh, reflective idea. or something. Yeah, the lighting did not like it. No, I don't. It, it, it looks better that way. Like I get, get it. Bright blue looks more like a uniform, but there's something so like just '80s about that mm. sort of glossy silver that looks purple. It in looks the right like light. a DeLorean, you know? Yeah, yeah. actually, kind of. They should have gold plated him. Oh no. Oh, we haven't talked about the most important thing. ED209 looks like D.Va, or the other way around. Yeah, kind of oh, yeah. super awesome. Kind of yeah, D.Va's guns especially. Yeah. I like... st- I downloaded an Overwatch soundboard just so I could make it make D.Va say shit while oh, man. ED209... Wouldn't that be the best, like... That video we were doesn't... talking about that. We want oh, it so no. bad. I was going to say, I, I surprisingly, there I could not find it. I googled it, but... No one has taken, like, an ED-209 scene and overdubbed her voice lines. It's shocking to me. Oh, well, I did it, it I did it live, so you're That welcome. should be a Halloween skin, yes. I suppose maybe to an extent that's what the, oh the my police God, skin is so kind of a nod great. to. Um, oh my God, we have to write to fucking Blizzard right now. And soldiers should be RoboCop. <sighs> shut the fuck up, that's so good. I mean, don't shut up, keep having brilliant ideas. Uh, Here's a question. Yes. So we learn that, not prerogative for, what's it fucking called? Directive. Directive. His prime directives, which I thought was funny. Uh, Star Trek. (laughs) But this predates predates the actual, I think. Prime directive? Prime directive from Star Trek, 87. I think prime. Were they still calling it, did they ever call it the prime directive in TOS? I don't remember. Or was it only ever General Order 1? I think it was just General Order 1. I don't remember though. But prime directives, when I saw that on the screen, I was like, oh, that's funny. See, it's another link to Star Trek. Yes, yep. everything is secretly Star Trek. All of life is canon now. But yeah, so uh, Director yeah, 4. Director 4, in that you cannot harm people. Or, or you even can't, You can't arrest people yeah. in OCP. Well, specifically high-ranking people. Yeah, because uh, otherwise he, he wouldn't have been able to arrest Bedeker either. See, I always thought that would have been a cooler thing if like, he went to go arrest Bedeker and it wouldn't let him, but it wouldn't tell him why. 
Oh, you know what was, what was really weird? I, I, I wrote this down because I was really weirded out by it. So they go into the Coke factory, mm-hmm. does a lot of shooting people up, and you don't grab shoot and up Coke? throws Boddicker through several glass... Every, every <laughs> glass door in the building. repeatedly throwing him yeah. through glass. He just kept finding new glass doors to throw him through. Um, <laughs> and then so when he's, good. he's about to strangle him to death, and it's like, oh, nope, you, have, you must uphold the law. You can't just strangle him to death. And I'm like, yeah... But you could throw him through all the glass doors, and you could murder the hell out of everyone in that building? Well, because everyone else in that building was shooting at him, too, though. It was self-defense at that like, point. Like, he was, yeah. Does that matter? Boddicker had thrown his gun down and so was like... like but, they, but he threw him through the glass a thousand. Well, that's not going to kill him. Yeah, that was just to, to fuck him up. Well, that's so pr- could, police so brutality. Could, yeah, no, he was trying this to... whole movie is police brutality, and it's awesome. Um, oh, that's... <laughs> sorry, part of the reason I brought up... Batman earlier. What? No, Batman? not this again. Which made me wonder, like, who's... You have to start a Batman podcast, and I have to not be on it. <laughs> Very oh, briefly. But there's even a bit I in like it... Batman. There's even a bit in, in The Dark Knight Returns where to apprehend a hostage taker, Batman smashes through a wall and pulls the guy through it. So it's How like... How does Batman do that? He's well, it's, a... it's an old, battered building, and it's uh, just drywall at that point. But, yeah, that's what got me thinking, wait a minute. So, someone, um, someone was cribbing from someone's homework. Oh, and then like okay, and then the other fantastic scene is shooting the rapist dick off. Oh, yes, it was so good. I was like, did he just shoot him in the dick through her skirt? Chris is like, yeah. I think the great part of that scene too, though, is she like rushes up to him after, like, oh, thank you, and she's like, you have been through a traumatic event. I will contact a rape crisis center, and she's just like. For a second, I thought she was gonna make out with him. Well, I think she thought that too. Yeah, they were playing up the sort of classic trope there and then he's just like what she no. was being assaulted my dick was shot off but that that's still something movies would unfortunately do uh, you yeah know? absolutely whereas in reality yeah the last well, thing she wants to do is make out with a stranger even the guy that saved her mm. but yeah he's just like unfortunately though i believe that survivors of past trauma particularly if they were kids will act out by being very like sexually mm. well but not Immediately. Immediately. Yeah. <laughs> no, I know. But it's also just funny that, like, you know, he's, he's he's being professional on the one hand, but also, like, you didn't have to be completely into her, like, you know, affections still just, like, could have been comforting in a more professional they're, way. But they're he's, there. Yeah, but he's just like, I will contact people. Robocop. <laughs> That's fine. Probably one of his extra directives. <laughs> Speaking of his directives, uh, there's a fun thing in the 90s Sailor Moon anime. It'll connect. Batman, Sailor Moon, what the fuck is this? Sailor Mercury has a little computer that she uses mostly in the first season. and In that one episode, probably. Yeah. I get to the point. And she flips it open, a little text pops up, and it's RoboCop's directives. Okay, that's cute. But fuck you anyway. <laughs> Aw, I love Sailor Moon. I have a very important note right here. Does it say fuck Sailor Moon? Basically. No, it says, Dino on a stroll! What? In the 6,000 XUX oh, commercial, the ad, yes. there was a dinosaur going for a walk. Yep. And yeah, the... it was the most adorable thing I've ever seen. How... I fucking missed that, I think. No, you didn't. You said I'd watch that movie. Oh, that's right. The ad for the car. That's yeah. right, that's right, that's right. The T-Rex. Yeah, and his eyes bug out when he sees the 6,000 SUX. And that's when I was like, oh. Because at first I thought it was actually a movie that was being watched. Because there are really shitty stop-motion claymation type movies of dinosaurs mm. doing shit from back in the day and so i totally thought that's what i was looking at the stop motion for ed 209 was phil tippett mm-hmm. who you may know as the um 
dinosaur supervisor from the original Jurassic Park, and therefore the origination of the you had one job, Phil, meme. I don't get it. I didn't get it either. So in, in the original Jurassic Park, there's um, he was actually a consultant for the... Because Phil Tippett was a big like stop-motion animator back in the day. Okay. And when Spielberg was still considering using stop-motion for the dinosaurs in Jurassic Park, he hired on Tippett. But then the other folks came in with the, like, the CG models, and he was like, holy shit. But they kept Tippett on because he still had, like, really useful input on how to make the movement seem well, yeah, more... The, the expertise. I, I, yeah. There's a video, nice, a nice documentary about, like, how... So, you know, Jurassic Park was, like, the one of the first times yeah. that anyone had ever done CG like that, where they were having, like, living creatures yeah. done in CG. And so, but it, but he was they an expert. They hold up too. They do. Oh, the dinosaurs. Yeah, part of it was like, like they were like he looked at the the samples of animation that ILM or whoever produced and was like, okay, well, this is really technically impressive, but that's not how animals move. Yeah. So he. Like, this uh, is this, I've, so like he I think actually ended up creating a company to like possibly to, or like study dinosaurs. Well, no, not just dinosaurs, but like to consult with movies that were going to have live creature animation and like teach people like okay this is how you this is how like an animal moves this is how because you, do you know he'd it. done it for stop so motion long, yeah. for decades but yeah so he was credited the credits of the movie as the dinosaur supervisor but of course we all know how Jurassic Park went so the, the dinosaurs joke, are not real the joke became someone would share you know the the you know dinosaur supervisor Phil Tippett you had one job Phil I got it. Yeah. I finally got there, Chris. But that Phil Tippett is the same Phil Tippett who animated ED209 and many, many, many other things, but specifically for us. Nice. I don't know if he did any of the stop motion in the sequel. Dino on a stroll. <laughs> I was very so, excited. Going shopping so Mil- for a so new car. Turns out that Mil- uh, Frank Miller's... You're saying Mitt Romney? I was going to say Mitt Romney? Yeah, Frank Miller's... Uh, Did you hear about that time Mitt Romney left rejected, his dog on top of the uh, car? Robocop 2 script. He recycled a lot of it into Robocop 3. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. It's a shame. Yeah. God, what else? Every movie needs a 10-minute scene of people blowing shit up and yelling, I like it! Yeah. <laughs> that whole sequence is amazing and it's gratuitous. It's <laughs> It's entirely unnecessary it how long it goes yep. on, and yet it's still all perfectly necessary. It's yeah, no, it's it's that is those people in a nutshell. They are just pure mayhem as as people. Yay! They blew Bullet. up. Uh, blew up. What's his name's car? John uh, Cox. Yeah. Damn it. So here's the silly thing, right? Because Emil's death is so over the top and insane and all that, I can't actually remember how Boddicker gets it. Do they just shoot him? Like Boddicker. I, yeah. Uh, he got knifed in the in the throat. Yeah. Like, who was Bob? Oh, right, in? with the yeah, he, spike. He, That's he, right. He, <laughs> that was good. And then it splurted everywhere. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And one of, the, one of the scenes that they had to cut for the rating was the the splurting that got on Robocop. Mm. There was, it was interesting because we were watching the director's cut and there was a shot, the first shot of it squirt, squirting was very clearly not, like it must have been from some other film stock because oh, it no. looked like shit mm. and then it cut and then it, it looked fine after that but like everything else was in hd except for this one ah. shot <laughs> that's really funny. grainy unrestored film and i was like what that was out of place missed a bit <laughs> but oftentimes like effect shots like that were yeah filmed separately you know it's like why we can't have nice things with like ds9 because they did a lot of the 
effect shots in SD. Yeah. Stupid dummies. Are they going to turn Lewis into a RoboCop now? No, she she's... got she got fucking shot to hell. No, she's, she's still a human she's in two. She's fine in two. Okay. I think did I read? Does she have robot parts? I think originally there was going to be an additional scene showing her like fine recuperating. Yeah. And... Yeah. It does, the movie does kind of end suddenly. Yeah. So what's your, yes. what's your name? Murphy. Murphy. Which I, I I was trying to figure out why why does that sound so familiar and it's because in Home Alone when Kevin calls. The cops? Oh, the yeah. The pizza guy? Hello, Somebody. my name is Murphy. My, yeah, house my, is name's, my name's Murphy. With the, yeah. same, with the same tone as, what's your name? Murphy. Murphy. My yeah. name's Murphy. You gotta give credit to Peter Weller, because, like, you know, the whole sort of point of his arc is him rediscovering who he is. Mm. Hence that whole, that, that being the ending moment. And I realized, you know, as you watch, like, his movements get more natural. Oh, that's interesting. As things, feel like, because, you know, especially early on, like, he doesn't, Turn. That just maybe because the filming got lazy. <laughs> like, just get it done. Just fucking walk. I don't care anymore. Well, no, it's like like early on, especially. It's so like, hot in Dallas. He will never like whenever he turns as Robocop. He turns his head first, and then the rest of the body follows. And I noticed at some point, like at some point, he was just like, no, he turned like a normal fucking person. Well, and especially once his helmet came off. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think that's he's very able much, to use his face. Yeah. <laughs> I love, I love all the shooting in the in the Coke factory where he does a lot of like great gesticulating stuff and yep. shooting up this way over his shoulder. <laughs> Practically gun kata. Don't get the reference. Sorry. Interestingly though, that's it's also a whole reflected. Episode of me not getting the reference. <laughs> oh, you don't get the reference? I'm not going to explain it. Oh, I didn't want to waste more time. It's from um, Sailor Moon. Good, Fuck, what's that real movie? nice. Batman. What's that movie called? Batman. Oh, uh, is it the Angelina Jolie thing? No. no. Oh, Christian Bale. Batman. No. Oh, I don't it's always Batman. Batman. I, don't I, thought, I thought you were talking about, wasn't there one where like Angelina Jolie? Wanted, but no. Yeah, there's this this terrible early 2000s dystopian movie that Christian Bale was in and he was... Newsies? It was sort of a Fahrenheit 451 <laughs> knockoff, but rather than burn your books, they would just show up and kill you if you had books. Nice. And they had like gun kata, which just involved flipping your arms around in weird ways while you shot... So it was like one of those post-Matrix movies? Yes, very much okay. so. Very much so. Listeners, if one of you knows the name of the movie, please drop it in the comments. No, don't. Fuck you. <laughs> uh, no one but interestingly, though, Ro- RoboCop's sort of progression back to humanity don't is even... baby Chris. Jesus Christ. <laughs> ...sort of reflected in the score, which I listened to. And that's uh, you know the, the famous RoboCop theme, which you will have heard earlier this episode. I forget what it was. Courtesy Jake, of help. Jake. I am a robot... I am a cop. I am a RoboCop. I will not shoot you. I will just choke you and stab you in the neck. Nice. Truly beautiful. So when he's first on his first patrol as RoboCop, that's the basic tune. Robot Cop. Yes. But there's a lot of like... (laughs) Worked into the score. Like almost like a hammer on an anvil. Um, or a Coke can on a glass uh, yes, coaster. Yes. And as the, especially towards the end, or like the last fight, there's still a bit of that, but there's way, way less. Mm. Like even the even his theme gets less metallic and mechanical. It's really oh, clever. Interesting. Music was by Basil Poladeros, who, if memory serves, also did the Hunt for Red October. 
And I'm pretty sure Which had does, Gates uh, McFadden. I'm pretty Star sure Trek, does, uh, everyone! Star Trek Troopers, too. <laughs> Did he? Okay. Uh, if not, then the Starship Troopers score is strongly influenced by the Robocop score. Mm. Because they're, yeah. they're, there's... I, remember I was watching Starship Troopers some time ago. And, this morning. Uh, he watches like, it once a week. Because, like, you know, the, like Ro- the Robocop theme is so distinctive. It's great. And I was watching Starship Troopers, and I'm like, oh, wow, there's there's a lot of uh, similar similar themes here. And it really works. It works for both movies. Nice. It, it would have been weird if Rick, I think that Rutger Hauer was Robocop just because he'd been the pseudo android in Blade Runner. Like, it's, it's almost too mm. on the nose. Yeah, yeah. I read that the writer of this, uh, Edward Neumeyer, got the idea when seeing an ad for Blade That's Runner. Right. And it was like, what's, what's Blade Runner about? He turns to his friend, what's Blade Runner about? He's like, oh, it's about um, these. What the fuck is Blade Runner about? Cops that hunt robots. Cops that hunt robots. And yeah, and Neumeier's uh, idea was, oh, what about dot, dot, dot. Mm. Yes. A Robert Cop. Hot hot take. (laughs) Can you fly, Bobby? Hot take. Blade Runner 2049 is superior to the original Blade Runner. Really? Hot take. Huh. Interesting. Well, let's talk about that at some point. Ten ten forwards all around. We're never going to talk about Star Trek I like them both, but like, I think uh, 2049 has a... Possibly more rewatchability. I don't know. Than what? Blade Runner? Yeah. I like I, I like twenty forty nine a lot. I need to watch have... Blade Runner again because I wasn't that fond yeah, of it. Yeah, did I have to the original watch? Yeah. Well watch have you seen twenty forty nine? No. Oh you should watch that. That's really good. You're right, he did do the music for uh Starship ah, Troopers. Okay, it makes sense. I remember yeah. watching the original Blade Runner and being very upset at the lack of sheep. <laughs> and that's true. <laughs> but there's a unicorn. Well, depending to, on depending on which cut you that's watch. True. Why do they keep a gun in the boardroom? A loaded gun in the boardroom? Yeah. Why was... do they load their test robot with live rounds? That's another very good question. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm like going to take a guess coming. and just say that, like, duels have, have happened. <laughs> <laughs> I could see I that. Bought, I'd buy that for a dollar. That's actually, ah! that, that is the gun the old man used to become the leader of OCP when yes. he was the not-quite-so-old man. There you go. <laughs> Oh, I mean, certainly it's mostly just for the absurdity of it all, but you know what? That makes perfect sense that they would straight up just have duels in that fucking office. Yep. The absurdity it seems very in character, especially for the Jellicoe character. Do they yeah. actually film that in a high-rise in Dallas? That, those boardroom scenes? The boardroom scenes? I'm not sure. Because the, 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 the window, the, the the vista really didn't look like the oh. city scene. It didn't look like any... like, like a backdrop. Yeah. yeah. It had it had parallax. It was very nice. And well, as we do know, uh, if you fall out a building in Dallas, your arms get weirdly long. So it probably was. Oh yeah, the freaking the, was... the, the effect of him falling out, and he gets like these weird spider arms. Yeah, I'm not like, sure what, what happened there. <laughs> How did that happen? I like literally made Chris. I'm like, wait, 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 wait. Stop and go back. We got to see that again. <laughs> what the fuck just happened? He turned into a fucking muppet for Christ's sakes. Ah! I mean, Hans Gruber getting pitched off the Nakatomi building was more convincing, nice. and even yeah. that hasn't aged that well. I have had but anything, enough of you. Yes. Anything though is still better than uh, I think it was like the Batman, the the, the, the Shogun equivalent to, to Shredder, Shogun Shredder in in oh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles three, Turtles in Time. Wait, what about? Okay. So I know the movie. The third Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie, they yes. go back to Feudal Japan. I know, Japan, Feudal Japan, I know. And they have, and at the end, I'm pretty sure if I'm remembering. And no, keep, I'm I, thinking I, of the Super Shredder from the second movie. I don't know. 
Go on. No, but go on. But What's there's your, a scene where they where, where Shredder. Continue, I thought it was. I thought it was the Japan one, but I couldn't. He's even not say. in the Japan one. I know Shredder isn't, but there's an equivalent villain, right? I mean, there's there is the Emperor, but he's not a. Do they throw him off a building? Or into a sea? Does he get thrown into the you can sea? Cut all this, Chris. I don't think so. I think you're nowhere. thinking of the second one with the okay. super shredder. Well, whatever. Someone gets thrown room. into the sea. I know in the first one, Shredder gets yeeted into the sea. He gets crushed <laughs> in a trash compactor. That's right. And in the second one, my only memory is the villain getting thrown into the sea off a cliff or a building or something, and the effect has him falling away from the camera. And then at a point, they just he just disappears. They just like stopped the effect. <laughs> <laughs> so it just vanishes. <laughs> and then I think, like, they eventually have a splash, but, like, it, it didn't match up. Like, it didn't work. It was well, a very bad. put on his invisibility cloak well, while he was falling. Well, certainly it not working lines up with the third turtle yeah. movie. Because, yeah. actually, the third one's better than the second one. I bet somewhere on YouTube there's, like, a supercut of villains getting thrown from things. Nice. It probably has that True. Star Trek 3 yeah. one. It probably has uh, the first Batman where, rather than having Jack Nicholson disappear, he very conspicuously turns into cell animation. So anything, anything else on Robocop from you, Ames? You just gotta, my, you know. my final note, Johnson loves watching Jones get murdered. Yes, he does. He, he was, was so happy. Pleased. Yeah. The big thumbs up. Like, yes. Everyone's okay Good with job. this. And that's the thing. I think that's part of the, the amusing part about the way it ends suddenly. It's just like, you're like, yeah, good game. He's Murphy again. But then you stop and you go, Wait a minute, though. Everyone else in that room is still the worst, and they're fine. <laughs> like, wait a minute. They're going to probably keep abusing him. Nothing is good. Like, it, it's great. Because it's just so, like, it gives you a false sense of everything's fine, when it really, really isn't. Well, and again, it's just more of, like, how our lives are today. Yeah. So, yeah, we mentioned offhanded way, like, there's been so much Robocop grew out of this. There were two theatrical sequels. Mm, a remake. Was uh, there was the remake? There was a cartoon for children. Mm -hmm. There was a live action TV series. There was a live action film TV movie trilogy. Like, there's a shitload of RoboCop. Mm. Most of it not in the original spirit. You think? From what I've heard, because I haven't seen like I saw the first three ages ago. You know, I haven't seen two or three since I was a kid. I was way too young to watch them. But from what I recall, like, yeah, it's like Jake said, they kind of miss the point mm. and they just become action, action movies. movies or cop shows, but one of them is a robot. Well, no, I think they kind of, like, and I, I don't know about this applies as much to the second, because I honestly, I really don't remember the second movie that much at all. Mm. But I do remember the third movie was very much a kid's movie, mm. like, which was really strange when you consider how this movie was, like, ultra-violent and... Yeah. Just gratuitously violent. It's well, definitely it got, hard to imagine this being a cartoon. It got a children's say. cartoon adaptation. But, like, the third movie is, like, legit, yeah. like, a kid's movie. It's, yeah. like, it's like the third Mad Max. It's bad. I've never seen any of the Mad Maxes except for Fury Road. Oh, so. you should watch Mad Max. But, yeah, yeah I know. Fun, I got movies. a lot of things to they catch up fun. on, you know? But this may, this may not end up happening, but last year it was announced, and as of, like, February of this year, supposedly work is still continuing. They're going to be Robocops? Nope, they are making another Robocop movie. Uh, is it another reboot? Not exactly. They're they're pulling this little trick where they're making oh. a movie called RoboCop Returns. I think I heard about which this. is going to be a sequel to the original RoboCop like that ignores. Yep, yep. Two, three, all, none of it happened. Is it like old RoboCop with Peter Weller? Peter Weller <laughs> is not coming back. He said. Oh. Yeah, so. he's just an old an old RoboCop at home crocheting. He was His two weeks still from gone. retirement. You know the thing about like Peter Weller is he's been in a lot of stuff 
Like yeah. he, he was in Star Name in one more thing. Buckaroo Banzai. Well, oh, but okay. Yeah, so he was Star Buckaroo Trek Banzai, Enterprise, Star Trek Into Darkness. I've never heard he, of that one. What's that? That's the, the Benedict Cumberbatch I know, one. I was just kidding. Oh. Is he good in it? Peter Well, he's he's a cartoon villain in it. He's as good as anyone is in that fucking trash yeah. pile of a movie. Um, he's actually he's really good in Enterprise. He, was he in plays a real prick. Wasn't Idris Elba in one of them? See in Inter- he's in Beyond. Beyond. Yeah, he was really good. He in was that. in Sons of Anarchy. Hmm. He's been in he's been in a number of like things, but the, the the thing is, without fail, whenever you see Peter Weller in something, you go, "Oh, look, it's RoboCop." Mm. <laughs> yeah. So like, honestly, now I get to say that. Honestly, if he came, came, if he showed up. Like if somebody went he up there, he showed up at like, our house right if now. Someone, he'd be like, oh, RoboCop's <laughs> oh, here. RoboCop. But if like if somebody offered, if someone's like, "Hey, Pete, we're doing another RoboCop. We want you back," and he said no, what an ass! He is ass thing to do. Look, he is Doctor RoboCop now. He demands your respect. Mm. Yeah, what was his fucking? He has a PhD dissertation on. It was a three hundred odd page dissertation on RoboCop. No, on he's, he actually has a PhD in uh, Renaissance art history. Oh, that's right. I don't was, think you need 300 pages Is this pre-RoboCop? No, he went back to university in 2007 oh. and got his um, PhD conferred in 2014. Well, good for him. Well, I mean, they couldn't even get him back for the third movie, so... Yeah, that's the thing. He'd already long since yeah, washed his hands he's of the franchise. He's... Can people who hate Star Trek leave... No. Good, good question. <laughs> but that's what I, mean. I think at this point he's just like, yeah, no, I've. Because let's be honest. I've roboed my last. Robocop spot. Returns will almost certainly suck. I don't know. Uh, Blade Runner 2049 was the same idea. It was pretty good. See, no, that was a sequel, I thought. I'm that's talking, what this is, right? But this is a sequel ignoring pre-existing sequels. But this pre-existing sequels suck, so. True, but you know who like, else I'm tr- still waiting for The Matrix 2. You know who else tried this? <laughs> Superman, when they made a little movie called Superman Returns, we're like, all right, all right, only the first two, the two people like, count. It's a sequel to those. And that movie sucked. Sorry, Liz. And now they're working on, like, uh, ignoring sequels. Wait, that didn't even have, what's his name in it? Or what's her name? Or what's his name? Peter Weller. Sailor Moon. No, um, Christopher Reeve or the woman that played Lois. Well, yeah, because it was supposed to take place. Gene Hackman. Yeah, it was supposed to take place immediately after two. That's so stupid. Yes, and this is probably equally stupid. Just like that fucking Ghostbusters 3 they're working on. That's going to suck. Wait, what? Hey, I hope it no, doesn't totally... No, they're not doing another yeah, Ghostbusters. Yeah, they are. But this one is going to be a sequel to the terrible, terrible Ghostbusters 2. God, I can't believe they're raping my childhood like this. <laughs> well, wait, is... is but Harold Ramis is dead. It's a new team. Oh. But it's set in the same the But there aren't a bunch of fucking women in it. You know what I mean? So is, it's fine. Is, is Dan Aykroyd involved? In I'm fucking way, sure he is. Oh, God. Yeah, no, oh, it's not going to be good. Anyway, RoboCop. Sorry, I got us off course. I think I'm done do. with RoboCop. 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 Well, in that case, how about Batman? Is an existential nightmare. And we're living in it. Yeah, that's the it thing. It is very sad when he goes to his home and his wife is gone and all this oh, stuff. But the, the, Why do they leave so much junk there if they're trying to sell the house? Well, because the thing, I like I like that because it's like, it's a touch of like, okay, they clearly just dumped these little robot sales yeah. reps in the house without that's doing cool. anything, you know? Yeah, I like the, because it's, it, it's a futuristic play. Well, not play. Where am I? Movie. Movie. It's a futuristic movie, and yet all the future touches are like very subtle, and they're not yeah. like overhanded with the look. It's the future. Yeah, we drive a Ford Taurus now. Oh yeah, I, but that is kind of cool, right? Because like I remember, like Ford Taurus it was a pretty futuristic looking car. It, well, I know. I remember thinking it was the coolest thing in the early nineties. Like, because I was like, dumb. Like remember what 
the car. Remember what police cars looked like before? Caprice. They they were like boxy old they were guy cars. Fix. They were basically yeah. But well, and then the then the thing is, after RoboCop, they redesigned the Crown Vic. To look like a Taurus. That's true. Like, look That's at the amazing. Crown Vicks after yeah. 1990, and they look like Ford Tauruses, just bigger. Yeah. Is that true? Yeah. That's really funny. <laughs> and now, of course, what they call the Taurus now is a cop car. That's right. Because they don't make Crown Vicks anymore. Even police ones. Yeah. All right. But no, the actual, the actual like, act of being RoboCop, it's like... You're dead. Like, yeah, sure. Now <laughs> You he died. Kn- now he knows he's Murphy again, but he's got to deal with the fact that he's more conscious, and now it's like, oh, so what am I? Maybe the part of his brain that needs therapy was shot out and he doesn't have to worry about it. Can he die? Or could they presumably somehow keep his brain going? Like, is he effectively immortal with enough tune-ups? I mean, you could also, like... I'm wondering if they didn't just, like, download most of his brain, though. Because, like... Clearly, there's a computer interface there. There is an interface. He can can show his past recordings. Yeah, he can record shit. But no, there is at least some organic brain in there, because even though it never really came up in the... I did some Googling. There was, like, concept art of what the organic, inorganic interface looked like. So there were actually drawings of, like, his brain with, like, little mechanical bits spiderwebbed across Mm. it. Link it, yeah. Sad. So yeah, there, there is still plenty of organic material there. He's not a download yet. But they could theoretically turn him into one over time. Like sweet, they could just I think control alt delete him after he has a bad day like this, and he'll not remember it later. Yeah, but That's that didn't they, really work that well. They did say they were, remembered everything else. Yeah, they, they said they were going to wipe his memories, but I don't think it worked. He really does remember all the shit that happened. Well, when he they like were remembered everything in dreams. Too. Yeah, so it was like that that trope. The, you remember everything in your dreams. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, RoboCop. Robot. Mr. Cop. Dr. Robocop. PhD. Dr. Mrs. the Monarch. Mm. All right. I wonder what cool. his rank is. So we wrapping this one up? Doing a, doing a, doing a wrap? I think he's outside of rank. Mm, that's true. He is kind of just a I mean, he's judge, owned, jury, and executioner. He's owned by the company that owns the police, so. Yeah. You know, what can you do? Eventually he's the commissioner. He just sits there like behind a desk, but he's still Robocop. He's got like a tie on. He'll be the CEO. <laughs> kind of wrapped around his collar. Like, this is weird. I want to see Robocop, but it's Brooklyn Nine-Nine and he's the chief. I've never seen Brooklyn Nine-Nine. And he's like, What's girl, to put on a tie. Why oh are my people, God. Why are people so into Brooklyn it's Nine-Nine? It's fucking it's very hysterical. Funny. Why? It just is. Who created it? No idea. I don't know. People. Oh. Is it made by television? Yes, it is made by television. Cool. It's really good. I'd have no idea who the it's fuck a wrote it. Pop comedy. Yep. Yes. Okay. And it's fucking. It really is. I know. I keep just saying it's the best. Right. We can cut all that first. Yeah. We're good. All right. Cool story, bro. It's, it's getting long. All right. Let's yeah. eat. Let's eat out. Let's eat this thing. That's not how this works, bro. Okay. I have no idea where you're going to end up releasing this, so I don't know what our next episode is. Yeah, that's so. true. Next time, so who the fuck, fuck knows? Because <laughs> Chris can just pick when to oh, release. Oh, I'll tell you what. Here's forward. what we'll do, right? I'll start the thing, and then I'll leave a, a gap, and then you can come back when we know what's next and just fill it in with your voice. And That, <laughs> that won't be weird. Well, everyone, that, some healing that was our 10 forward about RoboCop. Next time on A Star to Steer Her By, we'll be talking about Two Star Trek: The Next Generation episodes, possibly three. We don't know what we're doing. We'll be talking about Star Trek TNG episodes. I'll tell you what. I'll give you a couple of options. We'll be talking about two <laughs> Star Trek: The Next Generation episodes. We'll be talking about three Star Trek: The Next Generation episodes. We will not be doing anything as we are canceled. 
<laughs> this is like that. We David regret Harvey to bit. inform you that the world has ended. Please be safe and be secure. Thank you for listening. While the Save world yourselves has ended. and your families. I, for one, welcome our new ant overlords. <laughs> A new World Defense Force game is coming out. Yeah, there you go. Mm. All right. All right. Okay. Uh, Next time, so we'll be talking about two DS9 episodes. Just in case. <laughs> Just keep this in our back okay. pocket for a long damn time. But anyway. So next time, we'll be talking about two Star Trek The Next Generation episodes. First, we'll be talking about liaisons, followed by... Interface. Bum, 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 All right. Bum. So, so that's coming like up. strong bad just then. Yeah. <laughs> that's going to be a good one. I oh, think. yeah. No, classic. Yeah, that's classic. A classic episode. Classic. I've heard um, it hasn't aged well. Well, you know. Mm. Yeah, yeah, indeed. Unlike Patrick Stewart. <laughs> mm. yeah. It's true. He did uh, age like a fine bottle uh, of wine. Strangely, one of the few episodes of TNG that Patrick Stewart does not appear in. Yeah. Oh, weird. Oh, Interesting. Weird. Yeah. Anyway. So, yeah. That's coming up next week. But until then, you can like and Follow us on Twitter and Tumblr, and uh, our name there is SSHB Podcast. Uh, you can find us on Facebook. Just search for SardisTearHerby.com. No, SSHBPodcast.com. You can search for us on iTunes and Google and other tunes and friends. And our home on the web on the internet is SoundCloud.com. Search for Starter See Her By or in your podcast zone app. Yeah. Um, did we introduce ourselves at the beginning? We or, didn't. Or were we too, too we just kind of careless ran, about yeah, we, talking we just about it? We're going to robo ourselves out. In, in, insert it from another episode. These right. people don't give a Otherwise fuck who we are. They just right. heard some great well, robo So I think that's all we have. So until next time, my name has been Robo Jake. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, you caught me off guard, you bastard. This has been Chris. This has been Cyber Ames. And this has been Andro Kate. That means man Kate. <laughs> Andro is. Well, I fucking don't tell you how to. <laughs> okay, so. I was trying to figure out how to, like, sort of combine my name and Clarence Boddicker, and I couldn't think uh, of anything. Oh, no. Right. So I just gave. I'm sucking. Could have just been Chris Boddicker. Ah, fuck. <laughs> Singles, they were called. <laughs> Gerber, it, but they called oh, Gerber so, Singles because they were guaranteeing you'd be I'll fucking just, I'll just single read you forever. The intro paragraph. So Gerber oh, Singles no. was a failed product from 1974 by well, Gerber, a maker failed. of baby food. It was food in glass jars targeted to college students and adults living on their own for the first time. According to Business Insider, Gerber <sighs> believed that there was a market for single-serving, ready-to-eat food similar to ready-made baby food. However, or hoping the college students and other adults would purchase such foods if they were not labeled as baby food, Gerber developed their singles product. The fatal flaw and the reason for the product flop is that packages of meat mush didn't exactly scream cool to young singles. Or fucking edible to anybody. Why? <laughs> Babies wouldn't fucking eat baby uh... food if they understood what the fuck it was. So... Hold on, let me just get this last sentence. A, a tw 2012 uh, show on ABC called... Um, Put it in the top 10 failed ideas along with new Coke, and this is my favorite product I've ever read about, and Bic disposable underwear. <laughs>
I mean, all what? underwear is disposable if you poop yourself. What, 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 Bic, wait, first, Bic, meaning like, like the, the people pencil, who make lighters. Lighters and pencils and those guys. What the fuck are they making underwear? Why? Because they make everything. They're like omni-consumer products. Yeah. Okay, but like, who the fuck, I mean. Yeah. Anyway, so Gerber so. Singles. Delish. 